Good morning. It's a, another beautiful day in the old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with Chef Travis Peters of the Delta Bar and Grill, which is going to be opening soon in downtown Tucson. We're going to find out about this young man's travels from self-taught chef to Spain to Guy's Grocery Games and then back to downtown Tucson. Today is December 19th. My name is Tom Heath and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to U Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or your Android by heading over to your app store and getting our Downtown Radio Tucson app onto that device. And if you want to reach us here on the show, our email address directly is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can use that same URL to find all of our past episodes. And of course, our podcast is available just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. Feel free to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Hit us up for uh, topics you'd like us to share and tag us in things we should uh, be sharing with our audience. Well, Tucson's a popular place for Santa. I think he's uh, enjoying our warm weather. He was in town yesterday for the Southern Arizona Transportation Museum's event over there at the um, Historic Train Depot. And today, I find out uh, this afternoon, he's going to be over on Main Gate Square as part of their Holiday Boulevard Bash. It's going to go on from 12 to 5 today. Not only are there going to be pictures with Santa, uh, which will be free, uh, there's also the Tucson Girls Chorus. They're going to kick off the fifth annual uh, holiday bash, and then uh, we'll be joined by Santa. Of course, there's lots of wonderful things to do over there, including some um, merchants having special offers and attractions, things for the kids. There'll be a movie screening of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, because what can't that guy do, right? So that's going to all be over on Main Gate Square. If you have any questions on that, you can go to their Facebook page or their website, maingatesquare.com, for more details. And our guest today is Chef Travis Peters of the Delta Bar and Grill, which uh, is coming to downtown Tucson in the old space where Janos's uh, downtown kitchen and cocktails uh, had been for years. And we're going to talk to uh, Chef Peters about his roots at Hotel Congress, his exploration of Spain as a representative of the city of gastronomy, how he became a fabulous chef here in Tucson, and uh, why his team that opened up the parish decided that after 10 years it was time to open up in downtown Tucson. We sat down with uh, Chef Peters just a couple of days ago to talk about his past and his new restaurant. Well, hi, Tom. How you doing? Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're, uh, we're pumped up to do this new build. Well, I, I'm going to jump in. We're going to get into the Delta because that's why we're calling. But I, I have to ask a few questions first because I got to find out a, li a little bit about you because I was doing a little research and I found out that um, you came from a household in which your mom was not the greatest of cooks. And uh, that might have been uh, 
something that led you into the culinary world. Is that true? Yeah, you know, I, I used to razz her all the time. You know, we would just make fun of it, and, and she would joke along with us. My mom had a, she had a great sense of uh, humor, and so it was just a sort of a family inside joke. Um, she did have some good recipes, but for the most part, yeah, it was a good inspiration to learn how to make something you like. And my dad was a pretty good cook. He would he would do stuff. So there's a, a balanced inspiration there to, to, to do something. I, I didn't know I was going to do this for a living, but uh, yeah, you just learned how to make stuff that you like or how to adjust it when mom made something a little funky and you're like, oh, I need I need to put some salt on here or something. At, at what point did you realize, holy crap, I'm good at this and uh, this is this is going to be my future? When we got the parish. <laughs> All right. I did bar. I just cooked in bar and grills for a long, you know, off and on. Um, I just didn't have a lot of direction of what I was going to do with my life. So I just was, it, I was always able to find a restaurant job. And obviously if you put any effort into something, every time you do it, you become a little bit better. And I think it that's just goes for everybody on anything. And eventually um, I got a job at a place called Noni's. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was a Creole restaurant um, and quickly became their one of their lead line cooks. And then I left for a summer job and up at in Mount Lemon Pie Shop uh, with with, with uh, Pam. And she saw me and, and asked me to uh, maybe she liked me and liked what I was doing. And, and I had made some food, for, like some whatever. I just made some random food for her for fun. And she asked me to write um, a dinner menu. And it was the very first time that place had ever done a dinner menu in 35 years of business and it was it was right after the mount lemon fire so she was the only business so she it was a very captivated audience and so i i didn't know what i was doing but i made a dinner menu and i have to say that's uh, you know all joking aside that's that's probably the first time anyone ever said hey you're good at this and we i believe in you and she she really put a lot of heart and effort behind me and i and i gained uh, some confidence i didn't realize i had and so it was probably the very first time i felt like i at least knew I could put together some good flavors and people loved it. And I got to tell you, if you gave me a hundred guesses, I would not take Mount Lemon Pie Shop as the place that got you, you got your start. She was just the first adult to just, it felt like a hundred percent, you know, believed in me. And, and, you know, my mom and dad were always, but that's mom and dad, you know, they tell you're good at everything for mom and dad, <laughs> you know? So, but it was the first adult to ever just take me under their wing, even though I was an adult at the time. Um, I just, you know, it was a good influence. Later on, um, right after that, a couple of years, I ended up getting a job uh, at Hotel Congress, and I, that's where I met my business partner. And I, I became the chef there. And I, I was really going to be done with restaurants, though. My back had gotten hurt, and I was kind of burned out. And then my wife had told me that she was pregnant. And we were engaged at the time. She told me she was pregnant. So, uh, so I took the job at the Hotel Congress, and, and that was I, that was my one little retirement thing. And then I realized I need to make a real career out of it. So that was my another motivating factor. <laughs> and I took the job at Hotel Congress, and I worked with Steve Dunn for a few years. And then um, we just said, hey, we got a lot of cool ideas. And Steve had one more guy, which is our third partner, Bryce Ziegler, who owned a Cajun restaurant called um, the French Quarter mm-hmm. for for many years. And um, he had sold it when it was successful. And the three of us got together and talked. And that is the time where I realized uh, I want to do this forever. Like, this is my career. I'm really going to go. I'm putting all my heart and effort into it. Are you, are you from Tucson? Are you a Tucson native? 
Technically, I think I am. Uh, we moved a lot when I was younger, but my mom's family moved here from Sonora, Mexico in 1875. And they were her family was recognized as one of the founding families of Tucson. Um, and they had an old trade um, business that would, you know, in the cowboy days. And, and so they would trade food and goods. It was a, tra- a trading post. It's called the Brenna Trading Post, I believe. And the U of A wrote up, I think it's a book about some of the founding families. I think the Ronsats are in there um, and some other, you know, some other famous ones. And so my family's not famous like theirs are, but uh, they were, they were, they, they had written a bit about it. So it was pretty neat. I learned that um, in 2017 when I actually was about to go to Spain, I learned about it. I didn't actually know that. That's so it was kind of cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So you you uh, you get together with Steve and Bryce. You're you're thinking, hey, let's open up a restaurant, and, and the parish comes out, right? That's what 10, 10 years or so ago. Ten years ago, this October, yeah, we we uh, we turned we turned we just turned ten. We just thought it was kind of a fun idea. There's a hole in the market. There was no, as far as I remember, there wasn't any like southern food happening, the way we wanted to do it. I, uh, we saw a hole in the market, especially where we were, like up on the northwest side. There wasn't anything there like that. So we were like, hey, there's a good the people out here love food. Obviously, Tucson really loves food, I think. And so we went with Southern and then the parish, the name of the parish was just the one we landed on, <laughs> the one we didn't all hate. We all had different names. And that's the one we were like, you know, this is pretty neat, you know. Well, it, so we stuck with it. It, it has stuck. And, and, you know, you've gotten accolades, not just from Tucson foodies, but all across the country. You've been written up in magazines and named best this and best that so you're doing something right up there yeah man we've been super fortunate and really it was the very first uh time we started getting busy was uh one of the local papers had written about us that we were a true gastropub which is what we were shooting for at the time and they had had, that was our first write-up ever and it opened the doors we were we were very happy to get four hundred dollars or eight hundred dollars in sales a day so we'd be able to pay bills. And that's how we had started. No one knew who we were. No one cared for uh, about six, seven months. And then we got that right up about the food and it just exploded from there. And we were very fortunate. I just, I just, yeah, it's just amazing. And from there we got, you know, we've gotten some national awards, national accolades, uh, international awards and accolades and lots of local ones. And uh, it just, uh, I don't know. I count my blessings every day. I just, I always think it's amazing uh, the support we got from Tucson. Well, and a couple of just personal notes. You mentioned your trip to Spain. That was part of the City of Gastronomy tour, correct? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I, uh, I got a phone call uh, when I was on vacation with my wife, and, and it was, I believe, it was Jonathan Mabry, and he asked if I would, be, if I would want to go to Spain, and my head exploded because that's my mom's. I, I, uh, I know I said they were from Sonora, but they were, they're from originally from Spain. Uh, uh, and Mexico, and then of course they they you know created a, a large family base in Sonora, Mexico, and then expanded. Um, so Spain's in my heritage, and I and she had passed away maybe two years before that. So I was like, hey mom, I'm going to freaking Spain for you, you know. So it was very like it was a massive honor for me, blew my mind, and uh, the experience was life changing. I met chefs from all over the the world, literally. And there's 18 chefs from all over the planet. Um, I was the only one from the U.S. that got to go, which I thought was even a more incredible honor. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Tucson. And then we all just uh, we were told it was funny, but we were told to cook for we were going to pr- have a presentation for 40 people. And I, something was lost in the translation, but uh, we were outside in front of the beach. It was beautiful. 
And there was, I think, about 30 or 40,000 people walking around like a 4th Avenue street fair. So it was much more than 30 people. So the best part about that was none of us were prepared for that. And so it it made us all rally and work together. All of us were running to markets, grabbing supplies, and just helping each other out. It was, it was just a magical, magical moment. Uh, I had I was helping people from uh, South Korea and or Japan, and there was a language barrier. None of us spoke the same language, but we all spoke food. And so they would just we would all show each other what we need to do, and we all understood and helped each other out. It was it was it was beautiful. It wow. gave me complete faith in humanity and in the world. It's just, it was amazing. Well, we're going to be back to the second half of that interview, and you're going to see how that experience in Spain directly contributed to his success on Guy's Groceries, uh, uh, Guy's Grocery Games, I think is what it's called on the Food Network. But I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. We're going to finish up our interview now with Chef Travis Peters. Just before the break, he was telling us about a trip to Spain representing Tucson in the United States as part of the city of gastronomy. And uh, that was in 2017. In the 2018, he found himself on Guy's Grocery Games. And uh, we're going to hear about that story uh, right after uh, we start here on the break. And he's going to finish up talking about his fabulous new restaurant coming to downtown, The Delta. So, so I, I guess, guess that, that then that was 2017. So so you're running around yeah. getting Mark going to the market for things you don't fully understand or know. I guess that leads me into my next question, <laughs> which is you know so does that prepare you for uh, your Food Network's debut on uh, Guys Grocery Games? Because that's what you did there, right? Uh, yeah, no, I think it did. I mean that was a whirlwind, but yes, uh, we. I think so, man. It, it a lot of this. I mean, just having a restaurant alone, being a uh, chef at a place, which is always weird for me to call myself. But anyway. Um, there's so many curveballs on, on the, on a daily basis that I think it all prepares you for it. And, and especially that trip to Spain, that runaround, uh, they both, they both had a lot to do with each other. And, and the guy's grocery games is, is the hardest thing I've ever done. It was, it was a fun, as far as culinary, it was, it was incredibly crazy. They walked us into the, uh, the grocery store and you had, and they had it by the second, you had less than 15 minutes as they walked you through the aisles to memorize everything. It was incredibly fast-paced, and that was it. That's all the warm-up you got, and then they put you back in your uh, the actor's trailer that we were all in, and then at some point they brought us out, and it was go time. So it was it was insane. And it was really fun. And you're like, this is just like Spain. I got this. No problem. And, uh, you, oh, man. If, in, in, I thought the, I was getting cut. I thought I was getting cut every round. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those that don't know, you did not get cut. You walked away as the champion, I believe, uh, with uh, yeah, yeah. a lot of yeah, recognition. Yeah, it was, it was it was great, man. It's opened up a lot of doors for me. Um, I've gotten to do a lot since then. And, this, and, the, and the people I uh, participated with, we've, been, we've remained friends. We, we talk all the time. Uh, there's a gal, Kat, who was in there who lives in San Diego. And my family and her have visited each other more times than I can count at this point. We've all just became friends. It was great. 
That's fantastic. Now, you, you just said something that surprised me when, when you referred to yourself as a chef. You said that, that you still kind of, it's kind of weird for you to say that. Why, why, do, you, why do you think that? Well, I'm just, I'm just now becoming comfortable with it. Um, I guess, you know, I, I guess I can, I, I, I'm, I'm uh, willing to own that the title at this point, but I, you know, I didn't go to, it's weird. It's, it's uh, my friend explained imposter syndrome. And I think I had a case of that for a long time. Um, as far as I didn't go to school, I had no aspirations to do this for a living. I know a lot of people work very hard, studied very hard and mm -hmm. practiced very hard to do this. And I sort of fell into it. And, and have, and have been very like fortunate with it, you know, obviously traveling and, and, and TV and owning my own restaurants. And I almost feel guilty because I didn't actually have any aspirations for it. Now I do I have lots of aspirations for it. And I've, I've accepted that this is a destiny. I had no idea I was going to be part of, you know, I thought maybe I would do something with art or music or something. And, but this just happened. So, um, it's always it's always felt a little strange to me. I mean, I accepted the title for for you know to, because it needs to be a title for if you're going to be in the restaurant or run a restaurant. But I've just now accepted the title is, is actually I've earned it. I guess hopefully. Well, well I, I I would I would say so with uh, with the results that you have and and I'm excited about the uh, the newest venture. So you and Steve and Bryce are getting together again and you're moving downtown to uh, you know uh, speaking of Giannis, his his old location there. Downtown Kitchen and Cocktails. Tell us a little bit about the Delta. What's, what are we going to expect from that? Um, hopefully the unexpected, man. We are we are, uh, just pumped up. And and Chef Janos has been so uh, he's just been so great about. It. He's been helping us, you know, like walking us through the building where these things could use some work or this was, you know, and and he's offered up his uh, the carriage house for me to go in and practice. But he's just a very generous, very cool man obviously a huge influence on the city and the culinary scene here. So I just wanted to give a shout out to him that I just think he's just a wonderful guy. And he's, he's just always been so sweet to me. Um, and so anyway, yeah, we got a phone call that it was becoming available. Chef Janos uh, talked to us and also the, uh, the guys that bought the building and we thought it was a cool idea. And for Steve and I, it was full circle to come here from hotel Congress. We mm -hmm. hadn't been downtown for 10 years. And I was like, man, what a way to celebrate our 10-year anniversary is opening up a place downtown. So we decided that we wanted to make some really fun, bougie bar and grill food, you know, like upscale trashy food. I don't know how else to explain it. So we're just having a blast with it, you know, and, and uh, the drinks are out of this world. We've been working on those for months and months. What are things, I mean, if you're used to the parish, is this going to be a, a, like the, the, that same menu brought down to the Delta? Are you doing new? The one thing that the parish and the Delta will have in common is obviously, or the few things will be Southern food. We're really pushing uh, really wonderful hospitality downtown. Um, uh, we just want to have a, just a bunch of friendly faces and quality drinks and really delicious drinks. Um, those are the things we have in common. The food and drinks, I think there'll be similarities, and you'll see that it's the same style, the same owners, the same, you know, ideas. Um, but they'll be very different. There's, we're, we're, uh, the food is is kind of funky, man. We're, we're, for example, we're taking an entire uh, beef short rib and and putting it. Uh, we'll have a video coming out of it, but that's a sandwich with the bone in it. Um, that'll be table side. You'll have an entire short rib uh, beef sandwich. We got these giant pork rinds. They're, you know, they're just about two feet tall. You know, they're massive. 
Um, it's just fun, silly food. We got, it's all beautiful though. We just, that's why I'm trying to, it's sort of like bougie bar food. Yeah, I think people need to check out your Facebook page to get, a, get pictures of some of what you're talking about. Cause it's on your Facebook page, uh, the Delta. And, yep. and yeah, we're going to, we're going to start pushing a lot of those. We're starting to do that now, now that we're closer to opening up and, uh, you know, we got a, a whole rack of ribs that's stuffed with tater tots and <laughs> pimento cheese sauce. It's just, it's ridiculous food. It's ridiculous food. That's a good tagline. What, yeah, what, yeah. What do you think about opening? Is there a, is there a, a time? I know there's a, a timeline, but do you have a, a opening date or are you still tentative? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately and fortunately, we, we were fortunate enough to get this place, but unfortunately it's, it was at a really funky time in the world. So um, we're sort of at the mercy of shipping and construction companies getting what they need shipped in to finish the project so we we are really hopefully uh hoping within the next two or three weeks we can be completed but again we're at the mercy of things so i i stopped giving a date a few months ago because i thought we would be done in june and here we are in december you know so so and it's no one's fault it's just a it's just a funky time for everyone yeah you're, we're hearing that across the board from everyone trying to get these projects done um so, so you're thinking possibly then the end of uh of this year 2022 or, or 2021 or beginning of 2022 yeah, we're really shooting to do it before New Year's. You know, I just, I really want to do that. Well, fantastic. Well, yeah. Well, Chef, and I'm going to call you Chef because I, I think you've earned it. And I think everyone in Tucson who has tasted your food or, or, uh, or seen your success or have you represented us in Spain or on television, I think they would appreciate that and, and, and call you Chef as well. So I'm glad you're owning that. Well, that's, I'm, that's honored, man. I thank you. I'm honored for that. And I, I appreciate your time, and I look forward to the opening. And as we get closer, we'll uh, we'll make sure to update everybody when the uh, when the date is announced. Yes, absolutely, man. I'm I'm excited, and, and uh, it's just really wonderful talking to you. Yeah. Well, welcome back to downtown, and um, I'm I'm looking yeah. I'm looking forward to a sandwich with a big old bone in it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, thank you very much, man. I just want to shout out Rock on Tucson. Uh, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate the city. It's given me everything, so thank you. That is Chef Travis Peters of the Delta Bar and Grill, opening hopefully 2021 in downtown Tucson. Uh, interesting note, he talked about uh, Janos and uh, Chef Janos Wilder being a huge influence and Jonathan Mabry connecting him with uh, the city of gastronomy. And uh, that's what I love about downtown. It's a, such a small little place. The, um, uh, I did an interview with uh, Janos and uh, Jonathan about the city of gastronomy. And in that interview, we talked a little bit about uh, Travis. And um, we did that interview in the downtown kitchen and cocktails, which is now his Delta bar and grill. You can check out that interview if you'd like over on uh, lifealongstreetcar.org. Just put in city of gastronomy and he'll uh, pop that right up. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087 VK number 0902429 Equal Housing Opportunity
Well, thank you to uh, Chef Peters. I'm looking forward to the opening of the Delta and another fabulous restaurant in downtown Tucson. On last week's show, we kind of uh, outlined some of the new and exciting things happening in the culinary scene in downtown. And of course, we could head over to 4th Avenue and talk about all of that as well. And we'll do a show on that early in 2022 to highlight some of the fantastic food that's happening in areas uh, outside of the uh, center of downtown. If there's ever a topic you would like us to cover, uh, send us a note. Contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. You can interact with us on social media. That's that's honestly where we like it best because you can tag us in something and uh, you can direct message us or put us on a post or do whatever that social media thing is where we get connected. But then we can find the source of the story you're talking about and connect with them and love to share. Most of the topics we cover nowadays are uh, generated by questions from you or something that our guest says that triggers a new uh, a new thought process. So always welcome to have those. And as always, you can listen to our podcast, um, you know, really Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, a bunch of places. And in fact, you can uh, ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast, and that will, uh, should bring it up. If you speak clearly, sometimes it doesn't. I know. I pull it up to test it, not because I like to hear my own voice all the time. Well, we are uh, approaching the final few days here of 2021, and I'm sure you're like me, thinking this year went by fast, and you're probably saying, I say this every year, but this year just flew by. But it does seem to have gone by quickly, and uh, we're looking forward to an exciting 2022. We've got a big project on the horizon don't have quite the, the announcement to make yet, but just know that uh, we've been working hard behind the scenes with this show to capture it in a different way, and I look forward to sharing that with you as we roll into 2022. I do hope you uh, have a good holiday week. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas, and uh, we will be back on the air the day after with uh, some wrap-up information for the year of 2021. But in honor of our guest today, who's opening up the restaurant called The Delta, thought we'd leave you with a little music from uh, 1967. This is uh, Bobby Gentry. It's an album called Ode to Billy Joel. And uh, you're listening to Mississippi Delta. Have a great week. Have a great holiday. And uh, tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Street Park.